everyone, and welcome to Star Trek Discovery Mission Report. This is our Season 2, which covers Star Trek Discovery Season 2. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. So, it's uh, it's been a long time. Yeah. Getting from there to here. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long road, if you will, right? <laughs> We're talking... Yeah, of course, that's a joke about the uh, Star Trek Enterprise song, which still is hard for me to watch an intro of that show. Not to mm. say the show's bad. But yeah. I heard this the other day on Inglorious Trexperts, good podcast. I listened to them and us, of course. But they were talking about that songs from Patch Adams. Is it really? It's not even an original song for the show. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that makes it even worse. Yeah, actually, it oh, does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the way it goes. Couldn't even come up with a just yeah. to do a theme. That's what the other shows did. Yeah. So anyway, it has definitely been a long time. It has to, to be truthful. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, the summer off. Well, actually, we had, I think it ended maybe, I don't remember when it ended, maybe May of last year. But, of course, we've had the yeah. After Treks, which I don't know if you've seen those yet. No, I used to they're on Amazon Prime. They're actually on, well, they're on CBS All Access. But the other thing is now I, I've learned that with the CBS All Access, you can link it to your Prime. So okay. you're paying one bill and oh, gotcha. you can watch it on that. So I didn't see it on Prime. I was searching for it yesterday. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot we, of Star Trek stuff. Yeah, yeah, there is. I didn't see the after. But we can explore those later yeah, on. They're, they're sure. short episodes. And, you know, uh, in a nutshell, some were good. Some were just kind of like, you know, it was filler. Filler, basically. right. Yeah. yeah, it was filler. Um, if we had original season of 20-some episodes, which I'm thankful we don't, because you can just kind of focus on the plot, you know? Get through the story. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, of course, we had the, over the summer, we had the trailer for season two. We got to see Christopher Pike, played by um, Anson Mount, I believe that's his name. Um, Anson Mount, yeah. Anson, right? Of course, we've had um, more show announcements, which has been great. They're going to do a section one, or section 31 show. That was just recently announced. Which is Michelle Yeoh's character, awesome. uh, the M- Mir Giorgio, yep. running um, or being one of the agents of uh, Section 31, which was a deleted scene from the first season. We didn't see, of course, uh, unless you saw it online, or, right? Or if you bought the uh, the set of Blu-rays, which I, I still have not done that. Of course, Section 31 was introduced in DS9. Right. They're like a kind of like a Men in Black. FBI, CIA organization within Starfleet. It's very secretive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how that's explored. Huge announcement, of course, was the Picard series. Yeah. That was amazing. I'm really looking forward to it's that. It's a limited series, right? Yes. Yes. Which I understand he's a... Well, sure. He's a big actor, and yeah, I think less is more, yeah. let's say. And if, I would agree. If people like it, then bring on more shows. Happens, right, yeah. Or hell, explore... Do a Riker. Oh, right. Could you imagine that? Get, get us on the USS Titan. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Uh, Stewart did warn that this is going to be a different Picard. I think he could already sense the hate coming, you know? Yeah, this is Picard 20 years later, so a lot's changed. Uh, they're going to focus on the Countdown comic, which was a precursor to Star Trek 09, which led to Spock going back in time and all, all right. that. Romulus got destroyed, so it's basically the aftermath of that Okay, he's dealing with, so... That's kind of cool linkage there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It puts it all together. And yeah, I'm really fascinated to see where he's at. If he's retired to that vineyard. or yeah. I mean, Countdown, he wasn't. I think he was an admiral. I have, I have to go back and revisit that comic. It was a really good comic. Yeah. Very good comic. So yeah, I'm all happy about that. I think it's going to be pretty good. They got good writers involved. So 
yeah, we got that happening. We got Below Decks, which is a, a cartoon. It's going to focus yeah. on the uh, cleanup crew, if you will, I guess. Uh, just explore the humor and all of that. It, Rick and Morty creators are involved with the show. So, right. Yeah, for those who like the Orville, this is right up your alley, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. Before we get into the first two episodes of the show, just our thoughts and all that, yeah. I also wanted to talk about you know what we liked about season one. Your likes and dislikes, if you will, of season one. So I uh, obviously it was a darker show, mm-hmm. um, hence a lot of the changes that we've seen already. And you know, I, I part of me gets. I think we talked early, early on about how eh, you know it's it's awesome. It doesn't feel Star Trekky. Um, yeah. I was explaining season one to my wife because she wanted to watch the show, and I said, "Well, there's a good like 30 second recap, <laughs> <laughs> season two, episode one. Let's just do that." Yeah. Um, and the only way to explain season one is it made the new Battlestar Galactica look like Mr. Rogers. I mean, it was just pretty dark. Yeah. So at the same time, though, I really did enjoy the performances, and I thought the characters were great. Mm-hmm. Saru is one of my favorite characters of the whole series. Doug um, Jones. Yeah. Makes he's anything come alive. Yeah. You know, and just phenomenal. And um, I, I still genuinely liked it. You know, as dark as it was. Uh, as much as we made fun of the Klingons, um, yes. you know, the voices, the looks, that sort of thing. It was, you know, whatever. But it was still a good season. And it was um, obviously the effects, man, uh, just it was first rate. So Movie quality almost. Yeah, it I really mean, was. It was very impressive. So it was, a, it was uh, you know, overall I liked it. You know, I mm-hmm. probably rated a 7 or 8 out of 10. Sure. Yeah, I would say the same. You know, yeah. Great cast, like you said. Um New and interesting characters. Uh, sets were great. Yeah. Um, it honored iconic Trek elements like the red alert symbol, right. uh, ship sounds, of course. Yeah, I didn't like the Klingons look. That right. was where I, it lost me. I just, I think we corrected them enough. You know, I think, uh, of course, the major correction was from uh, the original series to the motion picture. Right. And then they kind of tweaked it a little bit more and I thought they got it just right right and it just uh, it would have been nice to have that familiarity you know right uh, I think that also uh, helped the haters hate more yeah. you know if you will just added fuel to the fire yeah just so much damn makeup yeah. it didn't need to be that complex in my opinion the whole ash vog the suggested DNA altering like it's it was an interesting setup but it's almost like they started with a one writer ended with a different writer. Right. He just kind of got forgotten and yeah. basically... How are we going to do this now? You know, Yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, he was ripped apart and put back together, but yeah. it just seemed in the end how it was just made very simple. Like, oh, they just took some of his brain stems or whatever and, right. put, them in, and put them in um, Tyler, and they just killed the brain stems. Right. So, yeah, that kind of was a mess. Uh, I mean, it's interesting what they did. I get that. And it's, a, it's good for the character to have that struggle going forward. Who am I? Am I... Klingon, my Tyler, uh, you know, right. all that stuff. But yeah, I didn't really feel like the weight of the war with the Klingons was. Um, I just didn't feel. I didn't feel like it. And maybe that wasn't the show's goal. But right. the premise was all about the, the war with the Klingons, and I just wish we kind of felt more of that. Yeah, um, that would have been kind of cool. I think, you know, get on the ground more or. Uh, yeah. More ship battles. Yeah, like um, the first couple episodes, you know, you really did feel it, and then yeah. it just kind of kept going away and away and away, and it was more character as opposed right. to situational. You know? Yeah, and it had it had its high notes. It just had trouble sustaining that. There, there was, of course, a lot of shakeups behind the scenes. Uh, original showrunner Brian Fuller, 
he left the project. He wrote like the first two, three episodes, I think. And yeah, they just were constantly changing things behind the scenes. Yeah. And supposedly they had a bad writer's room. Uh, they they've now fired the two head writers that were running it. Just I guess they were abusive in a way. Yeah. So also didn't like how they ended the the first season with they just put a bomb in Kronos. And they're like, I'm gonna detonate it. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, peace, everybody. We're right. we're no longer at war. Um, I'm not trying to hate on the show. I think maybe I wasn't as honest at the time as I should have been, but I still enjoyed it. I I did start binge watching it again, and yeah. it does flow pretty well. There's there's problems with it, but uh, you know, I almost wish Burnham wasn't Spock's sister. It would have been right. a different Vulcan, right? And you know, different mother, of course. Um, I didn't like Burnham's speech at the end. I felt, I felt it was really preachy. Like, Starfleet kind of knows who they are. Right. I don't know. It just felt kind of like a moment where, like, too, it's just too much. Right. Like, just back off a little bit. Let us, let's enjoy this ceremony. And we don't need you to tell Starfleet who they are. Right. All that. And also, I mean, these are these are nitpicks, okay? Uh, and I'm a Trek We're both Trek fans, so I'm nitpicking. But, yeah, when the Enterprise is revealed, I loved it. I had no problem with that. Uh, to me, the whole show, you know, when you talk about the tech and everything, which a lot of haters hate, you know, right. to me, it's just anymore. It's just a skin over the original yeah. look. That's all it is. It's our future now. Back then, it was the 60s future, how they saw the future. Yeah. Obviously, as much as I would love to see that. Uh, well, I promise you, if that's what they delivered us, those same people that are hating about mm-hmm. it would hate that. Yeah. And want what like, we have oh, today. Cartridges are so old school and yeah and, and we're just in a culture where it, it, hating for hate's sake yeah you know none of it makes sense i think they could have combined morons. both better you know had the maybe yeah. had the big clunky sets but have uh led screens right moving and things like that holograms i didn't like that i thought yeah. that, that's for star wars uh now if this was set after next generation right go for it i just felt like they really just didn't try to limit themselves yeah. to and i get it like i said again Treat it like a skin over the the right. old. That's that's the best you can do to move on. If you if you're if you stay hung up on that, you're just never really going to like right. the show. Yeah. And Enterprise took some of those liberties too. If you look, you know, right? Of course they did. Yeah, you can't you can't do what they did back then. Yeah. You know, there's more money thrown into it. After next gen, you had the touch screens, and that was attractive, and so. They wanted to keep that. I Even mean, the original series, they'd look at data and they were like, uh, you know, like yeah. if they were like looking up things in the library, yeah. they're on little tiny squares. Right. Well, and we got floppy disks after that 15 yeah. years later, 20 years, whatever it was. So, right. You know, it's it's just ridiculous. You know, so as far as I'm concerned, bring on the technology. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what are we going to get out of it? Right. 20 years from now. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, right. it's awesome. Going back to my nitpick moments, when the Enterprise reveals itself, uh, you know, the new look. I, I dig the new look. I think it looks really cool, yeah. what they did. They basically took the original version and the motion picture version and blended them together. There's really no JJ. Uh-huh. Maybe you could, you know, uh, that's one thing I like and maybe a lot of Trek fans don't like. I like the the, the way they do the screens now because when a ship flies by, you see the people inside. And right. I know... Maybe scale-wise, I mean, to me, it's accurate. It right. just makes you feel like the ship's real. It yeah. exists, and you can see the people inside. It's just a cool effect. Yeah, I it's think a cool that's, effect. It doesn't feel like a model right. so much. And I think that's what JJ brought uh, to it, you know, which was good. I don't mind them changing that up 
The only line I hated though was Burnham saying, it's the USS Enterprise. I'm like, first off, you guys are the USS Discovery. Right. Are you going to say that about every damn ship? We get it. It's the Enterprise. Just say yeah. it's the Enterprise. Right. Nobody said it in their other shows. Yeah. I just, I, what do you call that? Um, fansplaining or, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Where you're trying to be like, look guys, right. it's, it's Captain April. Duh, duh, duh. And I, I don't mind the, the subtle ones where they're on a screen of data which you know, Saru was had a captain ship in one episode. Right. That that came up. And that's fine. But yeah. I don't know. Some of those lines were just kind of. But overall, I like the show. Right. And hey, you know, if you look at every Star Trek uh, series, they always struggle with their first or second season. Even yeah. TNG really didn't get off the ground until three or four. Season three. Yep. Yeah, and they were on for seven years. Uh-huh. So basically, it took them a while. And if you go back, there was a lot of shakeups in that writers' room. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean. Gene Roddenberry just clashed with the new creators because Gene wanted this perfect future, but the the new writers are like, "Look, Gene, that's great, but it's boring. Yeah, no one have, no one wants to see it. Yeah, you have to have confrontations and yep. things like that." This new series, of course, birthed a lot of new haters of Trek. Yeah. Uh, they are already out there from the Abrams Trek. I think they've just been too hard on the show, to be honest. Uh, and it's funny how some of them complain about the science isn't right about these shows, which they act like they're scientists themselves. Right. It's just kind of ridiculous. It's like, let's be honest, people criticizing these shows aren't, they're not scientists and they're not, right. they don't work for NASA. So right. just forgive. If you look at the other, the Trek shows, science isn't always 100%. Right. I mean, it's science. Science itself changes all the time. I'd so. encourage these people to just start using deodorant more properly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they'll be happier. Maybe. But yeah, I see some of these YouTubers, critics, you know, that's, it's a good thing that we all have a voice now, but it's also a bad thing. I just, I just think um, a lot of hate's getting generated. Going into season two, I'm like, all right, that was a great, great episode. Let's see what these haters got to say. Yeah. Maybe they'll turn around. No, instantly before they start watching the show, they've already, yep. they've already said this uh-huh. clearly. Oh, let's, we're going to hate watch this. They're not even yeah. opening their mind up a to chance. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that really pisses me off, to be honest. Yeah. You know, I just think that's very reckless. And canon's another issue. Oh, this broke canon again. If you put, if you just go with that skin idea. It just went over the old aesthetic. You can move on. Right. I think with a lot of things. Recalling season six relics. It's where Scotty was trapped in the transporter right. for many years, and he says something about oh captain kirk was up on the ship ready to beam me out and uh, this happened whatever right. but then you go into generations where yeah kirk they were clearly died and, right yeah scotty's perspective he died so that's already screwing things up right it's like they don't ever the critics now don't ever talk about the old stuff no. uh, Zephyrin cochran and this could have been uh, and it probably was explained i guess but his first appearance was um, in uh, tos Metamorphosis, and he says, ah, "I'm Zephyrin um, Cochran. I'm from um, Alfred Centauri." Right. He didn't say Earth. Right. So you could say, "Well, he moved from Earth to there." I get it. Fine, but still, it doesn't. It just goes to show you, just like with Star Wars, you know, they didn't have all this planned out when they started the first yeah. movie or first show. They had to expand the mythos and they changed things. Well, even the terminology on the you know season one of Star Trek in the sixties, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, is completely goes against what they you know went to <laughs> yeah and you know it's just that's it's it's evolution yeah you know and if the problem is that no one 
allows for evolution. Mm-hmm. But then when no evolution takes place, they say that's all they want. Mm-hmm. And then when it happens, they get pissed. Yeah. You know, I mean, all these people shouldn't... I mean, uh, if, if... I don't know. I that's the problem. Take like, away these... their social media access, please. That'd be great. <laughs> you just have all these writers over the years. Yeah. And they don't probably have time to read into what came before. So they'll they'll change something and... Yeah. And yeah. if it makes sense, let them, let them change it. Exactly. Uh, also, you know, the other complaint is, well, it's it's more arc-driven. It's not episodic. Which, you know, when they announced they were doing an arc-driven show, which they have done with other Star Trek shows, I was for it. And I, I still am. I like this season so far. I think it's doing a better job of being episodic while also having an arc. A theme, right. Yes. that's. I think that's what hurts Discovery Season 1. It's like you can't just drop in. Right. You're kind of like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, when my on? wife wanted to watch it, I can't just, you know, yeah. unless we did the entire first season. Right. Like, well, let's go back we to the You can't just, beginning. like, watch the last couple and get her caught yeah. up. I mean, right. she'd be completely confused. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of these haters are praising the Orville, which I think you and I are both fans of the Love Orville. Love the Orville. Yeah. Uh, I do, too. I do, too. It's its own thing. It's uh, lo- its own thing. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of these haters are like, this is New Trek, and I, I don't agree. No. Because... Uh, you know, this has so much humor in it. It also has good stories, yeah. a lot of dramedy. That's what it is, basically. But if Disco did this amount of humor, season one especially, yeah. it would have been met with hate. Oh, yeah. People, I think, just they just went to the Orville for comfort, and they kind of forgave, allowed it to not be so stuck up right. like Trek is, in a good way, you know what I'm saying? They don't cut, they don't have a lot I'll of jokes. I'll bet you all those people that are saying that about the Orville, none of them watch Family Guy. Yeah. Right, you know. <laughs> right, right. They're like, "Oh, he's so good. This is great. He's perfect." And yeah, I'm all for the Orville, but I just hate them saying that's the new Trek. It's just, um, it's, it's very inspired by Trek. Yeah, it's his own thing. And yeah, if Star Trek tried to adapt that. Look, perfect example. Look at Star Wars: Last Jedi. Yeah, when they introduce all that humor, so many people hated that. So it's almost like if they were serious, and then there was an alternate Star Wars-like show with humor. Oh, I like that. Right. That's what I want. Okay. Well, it's we another did it. example of you know people complaining about how everything is always the same with Force Awakens. Yeah. So they did something different, and then they want to complain about how different it was. Right. Exactly. Just shut up. So you know, overall, I believe there's hope. You know, Steve, back in the day, you were big TOS fan, and you were around for when they were revamping the show uh-huh. and had all the knowledge of what came before right. the movies. Tell us about like how you came from disliking that idea, I guess, into finally embracing it and yeah. So it out. you know, I remember hearing about it, and I was such a huge original series fan that yeah, you know, I just didn't. I felt like I don't want it messed with, and you know, I'm sure it'll be fine. I just you know, I'll keep my memories of what I have, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then season one passed, season two passed, and now I start hearing about how good it is. I start hearing about how good it is, and so finally. I start watching a couple, and I'm like, gosh darn, this really is good, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, and so I, I was won over completely just by giving it a chance right? and watching it. I didn't have a predisposition to hate it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't interested mm-hmm. in right. it, you know, which means that I wasn't complaining about it either. But then once I saw it, I mean, man, I mean, just it opened the floodgates back up, and it was really... Uh, I mean, you know, TNG is what it is. It's it was artwork, especially season three all the way through. Right. You know, it was uh, it was phenomenal. And then 
Voyager, Deep Space Nine, Enterprise. I mean, it was just everything else. You're got basically open all up. in. And that was all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, so was, there is hope. Awesome. Yeah, there is <laughs> hope. Some of, these, some of these haters too. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing, though. Too. I mean, the difference is that you know I wasn't hating. You yeah. Know? And these people are the kind of people that won't give it a chance just because they don't want to give it a chance, yeah. and they want to, you know, tear it down. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to just uh, who cares, whatever, right? Because um, that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, this conversation is you know they're actively hating it, judging it before it's even out. You know, right? And, or at least making completely ridiculous, um, you know, critiques to it. So you know, those again, take away their keyboards and <laughs> hit them over the head with it repeatedly as hard as you can. That'd be great. Well, yeah, I I, I bet most of them haven't even seen it. They're just watching the hate and they're like, "Ha, yeah. it's so stupid!" Like, right. have you seen it? No. Yeah. Just like with Solo, I I saw a lot of YouTubers are like, "I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, Star Wars is just going down in the shitter." Like, it yeah. just frustrates me. It's like I have an open mind. Right. Solo wasn't a great, great movie yeah. by any means, but it mm-hmm. wasn't a bad movie either. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, but it was ultimately fairly forgettable mm-hmm. when it comes to the, um, you know, canon. When it comes to the yeah. whole mythology piece of it, but it was still a fun film. Yeah. You know, and I agree. It was, it was a brilliant. It looked brilliant too. I mean, you know, the effects. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, it's great. You know, I, I enjoyed it. And Han and Chewie meeting that was like. Yeah, a real. I was nervous about how they were going to tackle that, and I thought that was done very well. They nailed it, you know, yeah. as far as that stuff goes. And there was so much that they did right in Solo. Yeah, and they introduced some really cool characters, mm-hmm. you know, Infus Nest, and you know, just all these cool. Um, it was just, it was really awesome. Yeah, you they're know? expanding the the whole universe of characters. Yeah, which... and in Lando, um, yeah, yeah played, played by Donald Glover. Yep, I mean, he just that was awesome too. Oh, he, so yeah, he did great. Yeah, it was awesome. But you know, I mean, we're we're in a hate culture. I know. Well, you know, just like with these, um, you know, you think more Trek's great, right? I mean, this is uh, when they first announced they wanted to do more Trek. I was so excited because I would do anything to relive that 90s boom we had yeah. in Star Trek. Didn't appreciate the time. Just kind of took it for granted. Yeah. Like, well, we're always going to have a Star Trek show. Right, yeah. like, I didn't grow up in a time where there wasn't one, really. I mean, honestly, I didn't. Um, people complained about Section 31. Well, why are we talking about that? You know, there's some clips of the season where Pike's talking to Michelle Yeoh, and <clears throat> he's like, oh, you work for Section 31. They have their own badges, weapons, yeah. all that stuff. I get it. But let's also remember, this is 100 years before DS9. And in DS9, no one knows of them anymore. Right. So a lot can happen in 100 years where, yeah. like, their record could be, you know, taken out right? because they're ashamed. Or it's like, you know, look at S.H.I.E.L.D. and HYDRA in yeah. the... Marvel films for years they thought Hydra was gone. And yeah. No, it was just people were double agents basically. Right. So yeah, give it give it a break. Like, yeah, give it a break, give it a chance. Let it at least explain the story. Yeah. Then when you have the full story, go ahead and complain about it. Right. You know, but until I see the full story, I'm I'm gonna let it roll. Yeah, and I, I think uh, Michelle Yeoh's character is going to grow. I mean, she's still gonna do horrible things i'm sure yeah but she's such a great actress i want to see what she does yeah and that's that's one thing i was very fascinated about season one is where you had you met the prime version and then the mirror version is so opposite yeah very warrior-esque and perfect for section 31 if you think about it and I don't even know if they know she's from the Mirror Universe, you know? Yeah, did they release that? I mean, you know, they know that she is. So, right. Well, the inner core does. Because to the crew of Discovery, they said, oh, she was found alive. Da, 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 yeah. Here she is. 
I think I think that's gonna be a cool show. A lot of us love those shows about FBI, yeah. CIA, secret organizations. That's what they're tapping into, right? You know, but these fans are just like, oh, it's gotta be a secret organization. Like, yeah. again, this is set in the past. Like, right. so much can change, and a lot of people. Uh, are not a fan of Alex Kurtzman, which is the new showrunner. He took over. Yeah. He produced, I think, a lot in the season one. He he wrote uh, Star Trek 09 and Into Darkness. And, you know, I have my doubts, too. Uh, him and Abrams have both said they're not, they weren't big fans of Trek. And some of their quotes lately, well, uh, Kurtzman's anyway, has been about he wants to appeal more to kids. He's basically trying to make it Star Wars-like, it yeah. seems, from what he's saying, which is not helping the cause. Right. So I, I'm nervous about that. Uh, he directed uh, this uh, season two show uh, episode, Brothers. Yeah. Uh, let's go into that. What do you think? Likes, dislikes? I thought it was interesting, the flashbacks to when, you know, Michael Burnham was a kid, mm-hmm. moving in with the Spocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though that's not their last name, obviously. <laughs> they wore Hawaiian it. shirts. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> chilling with the Spocks. Chilling with the Spocks. Um, it's a spinoff. Spinoff. People hate it. Right. They already hate it. I already hate it, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, I do, too. A I'll admit idea. that. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but no, I, I mean, I thought you can tell they lightened up the... Um, humor just a little bit here yeah. and there but at the same time they still handled weighty issues mm-hmm. and handled it well I uh, I thought it was different in tone overall than the first season Yeah, but it still wasn't unrecognizable from mm-hmm. the first season Right. so I thought the way they transitioned it from you know being as pretty bleak as you can get into what we saw was, was actually great and the introduction of Pike that was awesome too Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm already a big fan of his as far as the character goes. Yep. They really nailed it. But it was uh I liked it. It was fast paced, um, but it still had development. Um it was a really good episode. I thought it was a great intro to the season. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I can't really and I just watched it again last night. Yeah. Um with my wife and I can't nothing sticks out to me like ugh if they only did this or yeah. why'd they do that? Yeah, yeah. Um I think the only thing is when they set up that, um, I don't know, anti-gravity thing or whatever for the yeah. meteor, and everybody's like, get out of the way, and then it pops out and does its own thing. Yeah. I think that's the only thing I was like, oh, the CGI wasn't Is it that easy? Yeah. You know, yeah. but I mean, again, how small of a nitpick is that? I mean, yeah. if that's going to deter someone's enjoyment of the show, then they, they need to be watching. I mean, if you, that's the thing. Else. A lot of these haters, like, go back and see the other Star Trek. Don't yeah. act like that was 100% perfect. Right. I enjoy it. I love Star Trek. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but they've they've screwed up things before. Oh, and yeah, that whole shuttle scene or um, asteroid they were bringing in, you know that you would think you'd evacuate the shuttle bay for right. that because <laughs> it pretty much looks like it destroyed everything around them. Yeah, and they're just all standing Everybody there. Was like, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I loved uh, Anson Mount. I think he did a great. He took like Jeffrey Hunter's performance and Bruce Greenwood and just kind of meshed them. Yeah. in my way. And of course, he made it his own too. Yeah. Very, very good. I thought I was afraid he was going to be too likable is the wrong word. I just thought it too easygoing. Yeah. And Pike it was very stern in the cage episode, uh, which, you know, going back, that's very remarkable. And I was able to guest on the Doctor Who podcast. We, right. we talked about the cage, the episode, the first pilot that didn't air for Star Trek and how remarkable it is for those characters who are just in one episode 
to have this uh, people have this great love for them, right? So much that they brought them into Discovery. Yeah. So we're all anxious to and see the characters about him. Yes. <laughs> wow, that was really good, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lorca using Lorca's um, ready room. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, "What kind of ready room is this?" Yeah. Like, yeah, there was a fortune on the floor, I think uh-huh. there was. And um, I don't have the quote in front of me, but it basically said uh, something about the cage yeah. and life can, can still be be good, right. I guess. I, I think this is before the cage, I'm guessing. Yeah, I um, think it is, but it was still just kind of right. a fun little nod. Right. You know, so it was cool. The way they explained this this um, uh, pike being different from the cage pike is the crew just suffered like a terrible mission. They lost a lot of people. Pike just, he's definitely not in a good mood yeah. about things. He's struggling. So I think that's how you get to that type of Pike. So I don't think that's too much of a stretch. Right. You know, he just really had a bad experience and things didn't go his way. But yeah, uh, yeah it was very action packed. I thought it had too much humor, to be honest. I liked the humor. Uh-huh. Um, I liked, I like seeing more humor. Don't get me wrong. I just think um, there's a great line Stamets says to, to Tilly where he says, uh, Promise me this or say this. Yeah. Repeat will, after me. Yes, I will try to say less things. Yeah. Uh, I just felt I liked her lines. I just felt it got really improv. Yeah. You know, like she just kind of kept talking. It's like, okay, I get the awkwardness. I had a laugh, the chuckle. I just felt like, all right, let's just let's get back to what we're doing. The power of math in the preview. I, I liked that line, but when they bring that asteroid in, yeah. it just felt so forced. And he was like, right, you are. Yeah. And he just high five. I just felt like that could have been. I don't know. Something else could happen to cause right. that moment, but it, I still like the humor. Right. You know, I'm uh, just nitpicking, of course. Sure, of course. I I really enjoyed their first episode. I I've seen it like three times. Have you? Yeah. yeah. The pod the episode was great. A lot of people don't like the science officer just because they really introduced him as a douche. Right. <laughs> you know, and when he died, you're kind of like, yeah, he deserved to well, die. <laughs> right. And they always kill the people that they don't try to get you too emotionally invested well, in. Well, they've done that before, though, yeah. right? In Trek. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Again, these haters are like. I mean, when they made the red shirt comment. Yeah. I think everyone was instantly thinking, oh, red shirt. Yep. They're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And they killed the other guy instead, thankfully. Well, yeah. How do you have lived, though? I, he probably would have been court-martialed because Pike was like, that's an order. Yeah. He's like, no, I know more. And yeah. yeah. That was probably, I think they could have lessened that douchiness, I yeah. guess. Because he was, he was pretty he was, cool on the, the ship, yeah. I thought. Um, but then he just turned yeah. a little sour, a little fast. Right, right. Yeah, the pod sequence was awesome, how they launched that. You just really felt like you were in in the experience as well, I thought, right. um, getting through that asteroid field to get to that ship which uh, we meet Tig uh, Nataro she's a comedian yes she played Jet Reno I liked her character I thought you know some of her acting was maybe a little rocky but I enjoyed her character I liked it too I thought yeah. um, I thought I thought it was really cool I, I uh, didn't recognize her from anything yeah uh, Jennifer Tsar in something so she's like oh, I knew that is. You yeah know, she's and, done some shows yeah, and stuff yeah but uh, she was uh, she, I thought she was actually pretty cool um, I did too I'm hoping that since they did the whole rescue, I wouldn't mind seeing her pop back up yeah. here and there because uh, I thought she was an interesting character. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually looked at IMDb and it, hopefully it's wrong, but it only shows her in that episode. Oh, so, well, then that's probably it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're still filming, so they could bring her back. Uh, they didn't really ex- exactly say she left the ship, you yeah. know, but yeah, that was a really cool scene. And of course, Burnham saw the Red Angel, which uh, right. I'm very intrigued by that. Like, what is this thing? Right. And, uh, you know, 
I'm worried about the how they're going to solve this. You know, yeah. I almost rather they didn't solve it. It was just right. kind of like up to your own interpretation. Because <laughs> that's the problem with these shows. Is like movies are different. Movies introduces a mystery and they solve it usually. Yeah. And you don't have enough time to come up with your own idea that you really like. So when a show right. has to, it takes a long yeah. time. You're not really satisfied with the result. Exactly. Most cases. Yeah. That will be uh, interesting how they how they solve all that. Yeah, right. I think it's a cool concept. The whole mystery of those signals and their journey to them to right. figure them out. Uh, get to meet the bridge crew more. They actually yeah, introduce they the sound themselves. Off. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. How that was did really that. cool. He's like, skip your ranks. They don't matter. I really liked his yeah. his humor and um, and also his respect for them because he, he knew like their their previous captain lied to them right. so when his credentials were shown on the the main viewer he, he didn't want them taken down yeah. yeah he's like i got enough in astrophysics, astrophysics yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> and there actually is someone paused it uh, april is mentioned captain april which yeah. they only had him in the animated series i believe of tos he never was actually on the show but it was a captain before pike that's right yeah. So it showed Pike to be his first officer, I guess, in all those credentials. So that was yeah, cool. It was cool. It was really cool. I really, I really enjoyed it, and um, yeah, it's beautifully made. They have wider shots now. You get to see uh-huh. more of the bridge, the crew, of course, the the ships. You get yeah. to see more of that. I cannot wait to see more of the Enterprise. I'm oh, excited about that. That was cool, and I liked when she went back to Spock's quarters. Yeah. Because it still felt like the old Enterprise with the colors, yeah, you know, and just like a skin over it, you know, so like a video exactly, game. Yeah, it yeah, looked amazing. Yeah, I, I really, I enjoyed thought that it. was cool. I yeah. did too. I did too. Another nitpick was how you grab things off the the tablet. I'm like, well, no. you just grab one thing and throw it up there, like it's just like Tony Stark and Avengers. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that was kind of like, Ugh. you know, uh, that was Spock's tablet from <laughs> from a young age, so it has hell of an upgrade. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, apparently they don't, uh, you know, they don't just get new models. They yeah. Continue to upgrade, and you know. That's, I don't know if that's Verizon, or, yeah. Verizon plan or not, or T-Mobile. <laughs> it's not T-Mobile. I can promise you that. AT and T, right? Yeah, Young Spock seems to be quite a dick. So, yeah. it. But uh, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, he's a he's a Vulcan. Well, Vulcans they conceal their emotions. I don't think they're when they are born they're like uptight. They right. they have to learn to control them. It's a discipline, yeah. Yeah, and he's half human, so I think he has every right to have jealousy. I, right. I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, he's half human. Yeah. And, you know, that's the that's the whole argument he's a new kid. about yeah. Spock. Yeah. Is that that's why he can have some emotion here and yeah. there is because he is half human. Right. Exactly. And no one, you know, considers that. Well, you know, moving on of course, uh episode 2 this yeah. season, New Eden, directed by Jonathan Frakes himself. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, it felt like a Jonathan Frakes yeah. directed episode, and I like how, like you'd said earlier, it's you know it's still episodic but still following a theme. Yeah, and I, you know it was a cool reveal the whole Earth um, religion piece. You know, I've, I've read some scuttlebutt on it. Yeah, I didn't know, too. but yeah. uh, I don't even care about that. I, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was very interesting and. Right. Um, the reveal towards the end when Pike goes back down, mm-hmm. you know, and talks to the guy. You know, they, they don't even say Prime Directive. They're calling it General Order 1 or something like that. Yes, I think that's canon, too, because I think in Is the it? beginning of that's the TOS, I think See, so. See, then there you go. Yeah. You know? I think they're, they're trying. I mean, people don't think yeah. that, but, yeah, they're looking, they're looking yeah. back. So, you know, it's uh, it was it was great, though, you know, and um, 
I like the interplay between Burnham and Pike, mm-hmm. uh, especially considering how she thought that they deserved to know yeah. what was going on. And, you know, Pike did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up caving, but there was a reason for that. And, uh, but, you know, it was, uh, it was really good. Yeah, it's um, basically like he could offer that guy actual facts. Right. Not saying the religion part's bullshit, but he actually could he could say, yes, you're right. The science part of yeah. it, you're right. Yeah, your your family were right to, I mean, their legacy was fulfilled, basically, I guess, right. you know, with that signal. Like, right. only Jacob knew his family, you know, had doubts, I guess yeah. you could say. Or not maybe doubts, but they thought there was more to it. Yeah, and when he shuts the signal off, yeah. I mean, you knew he was quite mm-hmm. satisfied at that point. And I thought the... Um, the solution was a little rushed. I don't know. If, I don't think it was forced. I just think it was a little rushed. The uh, uh, where they exchange. You're talking about no. Oh. The um, um, oh yes, the asteroid. reversing the uh, asteroids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just it felt rushed. It wasn't bad. I just felt like it came on really fast and yeah, for such a gigantic problem. Right. And you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, why is this all happening?" Because Pike talked about religion before they even went to this new signal. But I think it's like. How do we know, like, whoever's leading them to these signals aren't in on the conversation? Right. And they can kind of... It's all related to what's going on in their heads. And right. I liked also how they didn't... They didn't say religion's wrong. And they didn't say it was right. Uh-uh. Uh, it's just open to interpretation. I think that was another thing. Like, how can you combine all these religions and blah, 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 and how could they work? Well, who's to say it, it did work? I mean, there's a, there's a small colony. People right. left. And... It's just like with... I felt like it made the case for both faith yeah. and science. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, how much more balance can you get? Right. Because like, it's always yeah. one or the other for people. And, yeah. you know, it's just like fan debates. It's they one or the other. coexist. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars versus Star Trek. Or, yeah. You know, I mean, it's and it's all moronic. But, well, yeah. and Pike said it best when Michael was like, I, I just believe in science or yeah. not some god or whatever. And he's like, can you prove that? Yeah. You can't. No, you can't. Yeah. So I really liked, I thought it challenged that, it brought that to the table to yeah. talk about and think it was about, cool. which is, you know, they've done that before in Trek, I think, and it's just a mystery. Mm-hmm. So I, I almost would be happy if that's how they ended this, this arc is right. there's still mystery. It's yeah. not exactly fact. And that was funny how people were like, well, I just wanted to see how this all worked and how they could explain it working. It's like, well, it's just like religion now. It's like a lot of it's faith-based, right. you know, and these people were transported from Earth, yep, hundred some years ago. So these are like the ancestors, they didn't know what to make of it. So yeah. the only way they could think is combine all religions to answer their questions, I guess, yeah. in, in some way. So it's kind of like they believe in everything in a way. Right. Um, don't really have to explain all that. Uh-uh. It would just take it takes so much time, and yeah, it's something that really hasn't been answered hundred percent here on our, our world. You know, uh, like I said, it's all faith, but right. it's facts. And I think they can coexist and bring them together. So I thought it was a really good um, dynamic with that whole episode. And yeah, and it was you know it was the message of let people believe what they want to believe. Right, was pretty cool. But you know, prove to them what's what you know is right. right. Like the science, like yes, yeah, the Earth still uh, went on. People yeah. lived, and you know, uh, I like how they challenged it. Like Burnham was like, they should know they're technically Earthlings, so yeah. we should be able to bring them back. You know, all that stuff. But he's like, well, they. They were, but they're on a different planet now, and yeah. so yeah, it was a real good um, debate on what, yeah. sh- what, how should they do it. And I like the, the end result where they, you know, he exchanged a um, power cell for the, yeah. the soldier's camera, right, just to see what, 
was what happened and that, that was interesting footage it basically showed them being transported you think that it ends right when you see the yeah. angel burst through that's just gonna be oh it's gonna be so hard to <laughs> to reveal what that is yeah you know it's like what do you think do you, i you know i don't even know i know and that, yeah it's like you hope the writers know right right it's like oh shit. and i'm sure they do i'm sure they yeah. got a plan but uh let's hope right that's uh yeah it's gonna be interesting I mean, maybe it's time travelers. I don't know. I mean, that's been introduced before too. But um, yeah, almost every track has had time travel to a degree at yeah. some point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Of course. Of course. But they use the spore drive again. I thought that was really. I felt for Stamets. You know. Yeah. He, he just. I don't know. I felt a lot for the crew in this yeah. episode and uh, his hesitation to go back in because he, he could see Hugh. And then he kind of started talking about the whole network is like heaven in a yeah. way, like no one dies in it and things like that. So really a lot of themes are happening yeah. and I think they're very interesting and I don't really think they deserve an answer right. you know what I mean I think a lot of it's just kind of up to what you think or how you interpret it but Tilly of course saved the her idea saved the planet right. that was something interesting where she was dissecting the asteroid right. there's like a piece inside she was bringing it out and um, boom I like those goggles like yeah. that text really cool how they uh showed that but yeah she got severely hurt and recovering and then we meet this one character just thrown in there and you're just like this one this person yeah. seems out of out of touch or you right. know like really i don't know kid like and uh come to find out at the end she keeps seeing this um that was a great moment when tilly leaves the bridge yeah after saving the day pretty much they had to do a donut with the uh, enterprise right. or <laughs> discovery sorry. yeah discovery yeah. that was funny yeah, I like how the crew is all involved and things like that. But yeah, when Tilly left, her friend, she turns around and her friend's on the bridge and she yeah. says, way to go. And it's like a nickname. Right. And Tilly's like, wait, you're... And then it shuts. And then Tilly starts searching. Googling. Yeah, in <laughs> a way, speak, right? Right. right? Yeah. And then, you know, it's... Did you see that coming? That It's basically a ghost. I didn't seen. see that coming at all. That was, that was quite something, I thought. Yeah. That was very... So where's that going to go? Yeah. It's sad. It's sad too. It's like, oh, I was her friend, and it, you know, her friend was helping motivate right. her and things, which made up for some of the bad lines that character yeah. had, like "your mind's fun" or something like that. Yeah. But if it's like coming from a child type, right. I, I, I think that's pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see um, uh, what they do with that character. I know with the uh, the next episode, Point of Light, which we'll probably review. I imagine with the show, we'll probably maybe watch a couple episodes and then get together yeah. uh, instead of doing each Yeah, like every episode. couple. Yeah. yeah. Give us a little bit more things to talk about. Right. Yeah. Point of Light's next episode. Michelle Yeoh looks like she's returning. We're going to see her. Yeah. And the Klingons, yeah. which look to be revamped a little bit. A little bit. They have so hair. We'll see. <laughs> Give it a shot. They have hair. And I did yeah. see I did see a Klingon, some Klingon ships that look like TOS. Nice. I hope. I hope. That's where we're going. I yeah. didn't dig all that. I know some people do, and it's kind of cool. They all speak Klingon all the time, but I think they still could have done a little service to us, like like a universal translator or something. Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to see what Lorel's up to. She's the um, empress now, I think, of Kronos. You know, she threatened to blow up the planet, so right. like, oh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll deal with you. <laughs> but, yeah, she's got hair now, and we'll see Tyler back. Yeah. And... Though I'm sure they'll explore more of his character. Uh, yeah, we'll get to see Section 31. I'm really excited to get back onto Enterprise. I don't know when that's happening, but I know there's a scene with her with uh, uh, Pike in number one, right. which is played by Rebecca Romaine. 
which I think is good casting. Right. Uh, I'm really excited to see their rapport with each other, and I I think you would agree uh, we want to see the bridge of the yeah. Enterprise and what they did with it. Let's you know. take a look. There'll be orange in it probably because yeah. we kind of got that from, from the, the walls. Yes, you know, yes. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all for it, you know. And like I said before, with Burnham's being related to Spock, maybe they could have given us a different. Um, Constitution class ship, right? You know, it didn't have to be Pike. Like right. I get all that stuff, but it's still, it's still fun to explore these elements. Right. And yeah, as long as they don't overdo it, I don't want to see Young Kirk. Yeah, you know? <laughs> let's just let's just pump the brakes, you right. know. But it is um, sad to know what's going to happen to Pike. Yeah, versus the Abrams films where they kind of altered Pike's future right. and he went out a different way. Spoiler: If you've seen the Cage, he right. suffers a terrible accident with a transporter i think he sacrifices himself and gets very very hurt and paralyzed and he's in this weird chair thing that beeps and things like that so i don't want them to rush rush to that you know yeah let's just let it breathe maybe a couple seasons if we're still on yeah Yeah. he's he's just an awesome character he is you know the actor is portraying mm -hmm. that beautifully there's a lot of foreshadowing too like you got the fortune cookie um, fortune, yeah. and then he, you know, he grabbed that phaser from the child and got blasted in yep. the chest. Which I'm like, shit, is this the accident? And right. Like, Don't do that yet. Nope. No, no. Um, and then you know, Spock's at a psych ward, admitted himself. So there's no mystery to where he is. All that's gonna be very interesting. Right. And I hate to keep mentioning it, but you know, haters hate the Spock beard. I'm like, dude, he's gonna shave the beard. Yeah. Shut up. There's actually a band called Spock's Beard. Is there? Yeah, they're very good. Oh, maybe I can play some of their music on the way <laughs> There you go. I should. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I should. But yeah, with that said, I think season two is off to a great start. Yeah. I'm really happy. Um, I am too. It's, it's got a lot of rewatchability factor to me. I am bummed they took After Trek off. Yeah. They took air, they took all the episodes off too. Oh, wow. They just erased it. Gone. So now they do like these weekly segments, which are like 10 minutes long. Okay. So it's kind of a bummer. You got us. Got us. Everyone That's what we're here there. for. So yeah, this season we're gonna we're gonna have fun, more fun, and uh, I can't wait to see what comes our way. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Good course correction, I think. Not to say season one was terrible, but uh, yeah, this well, feels like a, Trek. They made a tonal shift. And yeah. yeah, it does. If watching the Jonathan Frakes episode last night, yeah, it was just or whenever it was on was yeah. phenomenal. His yeah, episode so. last season yeah, was last, great yeah. too. Yeah. I'm really digging it. So, yeah, that's all I have. Yep, same. All right. Well, everyone out there, uh, live long and prosper. We'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. Take care. Take care.